0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: Thank you for calling 423-GET-FAME. That's 423-GET-FAME. I would tell you to leave a message, but the truth is, I don't really care. I've had this hotline open for months, and not one of you jokers have what it takes to be famous like me. So leave a message if you want, but don't expect a call back. I've got way more important things to do than to waste my time on losers like Masquerida Sagrada and you all. Thank you, and have a nice day. Hey there, folks, and welcome to season two, episode 24 of the Grave Consequences Podcast, which is a part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Thank you for listening, folks, on whatever app you are listening on. Check it, pardon me, give us. Five stars wherever you download your podcast. You know, rate, review, subscribe. Five stars is always appreciated. And quite frankly, it's well earned. My name is Caleb Baldwin. Follow me on Twitter at I am Caleb B. Follow my co host and producer and friend, Greg, on Twitter. And editor. At, yes, and editor. Yes, at X Maserati. Uh, oh, also check me out every Wednesday night, right after AEW Dynamite on Eddie and Caleb's <laughs> Herocast. That is a hero movie based podcast. Greg, we actually last night uh, today, we we're recording here on the 24th of November. Uh, last night, we actually had our longest episode just because we, we love them so much. Uh, we did The Dark Knight.
2: Oh, oh, that's yeah. a great movie. You guys finally got to some good movies.
1: Good for you. Uh, yeah we're like we've broke through to the mcu and we just hit dark Knight. and uh actually i think next week we've got the spirit on deck
2: oh you poor bass see that's the okay, thing so is we- people don't appreciate about your podcast is that you guys are really as a guy that's a you know grew up on comic books and seen most superhero movies like you guys got a lot of quite a lot of turds to go through
1: yeah, there's a lot of turds in the punch bowl. Um, actually, I was mistaken. We have got the Punisher Warzone coming up with uh, Vinnie Jones, a.k.a. the Juggernaut from X3, and uh, then the Spirit after that. So, you know, hit, hit a bit of a rough patch, but, you know, that's life. That's the way she goes, boys, you know. If, if you turn
2: your brain off, you'll enjoy the Punisher. It's it's violent, and it's yeah. decent.
1: Well, here's the thing. This is the reboot. This isn't the or this is like the soft reboot. This isn't the Tom Jane
2: one. Oh, I know. I love which the Tom. You? That's one of my favorite Marvel movies, is the Tom Jane. I know which one you're talking about. It's turn your brain off and you'll enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> but you okay. have to turn your brain off.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Um, well, folks, guys, we are here to review season two, episode 24 of Lucha Underground. And we're here. We have crossed over. <laughs> We're at Ultima Lucha Dose. And this is a three-parter this season. Last season was only two parts. Only 3 hours of con- or 3 hours of programming. This is 4 hours of programming. And quite frankly before we get into the straight up review, you didn't have to do three parts, especially with what this episode was. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be completely honest here.
2: I think you're right cuz I didn't even realize um Just watching it, it didn't feel like an Ultima Lucha. It just felt like another, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Throw shit
2: at a wall. Let's see what happens.
1: Yes, I will. uh, I have a major critique with this episode. I might actually go as far as to say this is the worst formatted episode of Lucha Underground we have ever seen. Mm. At least so far. There is another one that, you know, a lot of people are not a fan of, but um, we'll get there. But, guys, we're going to get right into it, because this is the 4A unique opportunity. Of course, Dario Quito wanted to get that pun out there. And we're getting right into it, man. We got the—and the, I wrote down in my notes that this is the equivalent of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal.
2: Yeah. I think, uh, because WWE and, you know, I'm very critical, I'm very critical of WWE. I, I'm, I never pull my punches with what, with the things I think they do are wrong, but yeah, I would actually argue. And even though I like this episode, I think more than you did, I would actually argue that even though the Andre Memorial is fluff, I can't think of a better way to describe it. It's just something they put together to make it sound grand, but Mm -hmm. WWE is grand uh, yes. As much as I may critique it, and I don't care for it, it yeah. is uh, still the major mm-hmm. promotion. It's it's and, uh, a family name
1: or family name, but it's
2: been around forever.
1: They are like the they're like the the market share they have is like that of Kleenex or Band Aid or uh, here here is another comparison. Uh, for those of you familiar with retailers, uh, you, you have your Aldi and you have your um, Whole Foods, Reese's, all that. That's the other guys. WWE is like a Target or a Walmart. They don't do anything necessarily spectacular, but they have such an established name, and they do certain things so well that you know they're just they're the a number one just by default, just by existing. And that's yeah. kind of where the WWE is. So I, I,
2: I think in your analogy, I think even the Andre, I mean, because even though I like this episode more than you did, it's I've already forgotten everything that's happened. It, there's, there's nothing of value, really, in this episode. Besides, yeah. like, a good match or two, but, like, you can.
1: Well, we do. <sighs> we do. It, uh, we advance uh, one particular story arc.
2: It's not an Ultima Lucha. I'll say yeah. this, it, it's a, it's a week, it's a dynamite. Yeah. If you're an AEW fan and that's, and that's not putting it down, but yeah, you know, it's, it's not WrestleMania, uh, Andre Memorial, you know, it's no. not a pay-per-view it's, you know.
1: Yeah. But we're going to get right into it because right up, right up front, we have got what was the first match of Ultima Lucha Uno and is now the first match of Ultima Lucha Dos, technically speaking, the Mac versus Cage, and before the match can begin, Dario Cueto interrupts, and he says, you know what, you guys, you did so great last year at, Old, at Ultima Lucha in a Falls can Anywhere match that we're just, we're going to do it again. And then these two proceed to beat the crap out of each other, use plenty of plunder. At one point, Cage hits a lion salt for two, which someone the size of Brian Cage doing a lion salt is insane.
2: Yeah, it's it, it was a good imagine. I think Brian Cage actually had it seemed like he was the uh, he got the, the most shots in on on uh, the Mac. It felt like he was kind yep. of dominating for the most part.
1: Yeah. Um, One thing. Um, OK, here we go. The Mac actually took a back bump on the bleachers. Oh, my God. It was insane. And another thing. They actually brawl into the office of Dario Cueto and Dario is smiling. But but the Black Lotus, the a.k.a. the dumbest character in Lucha Underground history is very much concerned. Um, (laughs) um, Brian, you know that
2: uh, like if there was a a, like, you know, you can get like gallons of water at the store. Mm
1: -hmm. If
2: there was a gallon of water that made it so distraction roll up finishes worked on you, she drank the whole fucking thing and maybe half of another one. That's how stupid she is.
1: Oh my God. Yes, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, man. Um, (laughs) at one point we get a poster frame over the head and we get to see some sugar glass breaking.
2: It's not going to be the last time this episode either.
1: Nope. Nope. Um, okay. These two men, they pull out pinatas. The max pinata has a wrench and cages pinata has candy. (laughs) That that popped me. That popped me. And Cage actually counters a stunner attempt from the Mac, who signified it, you know, with you know, splashing the beers together. But Cage counters it and literally hits him with a stop sign.
2: (laughs) This was the best uh, match of the episode.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. A frog splash from the stands through a table, and Cage kicks out. This was, I mean, dude. Anyone like the size of a normal adult male human being, so like around 200 pounds, you know, maybe 180, whatever the case may be uh, coming at you with a frog splash is insane enough. But then someone the size of Willie Mack doing it just a little bit scarier. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. And I think wrestling, uh, I think the indie scene did kind of hurt wrestling in the fact that too many people were doing too many moves that should finish a match Uh, because a big man landing on you knocking the wind out of you you, sometimes you can go to the hospital because you can't breathe i mean i've seen it happen (laughs) i saw someone get powerbombed in phys ed class they kind of dude i just want so bad for someone to lose to a, a frog
1: splash i mean that's eddie guerrero literally won a wwe championship with it and it's wild to think that that's not even like in our wildest dreams that's just not possible nowadays it is wild
2: it's it's a it's some it's a grown man landing on you and crushing you. Like
1: I, And in a lot of cases these aren't small guys either. Like it's no, like you're getting two hundred pounds on you.
2: How Mac would probably I'd I'd probably need to I'd probably need to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And that's not a fat joke. Like Mac is a big guy.
2: Yeah, it's just if if someone my own size landed on me, I could do some yeah. damage. You can break a rib. I mean yep. You know, I, I think uh, one of the things I liked about uh, the Kenny and Hangman match, and I don't worry, I won't drone, drone on this too much, but there was a lot of yeah. brawling in there. And I yeah. think brawling helps fill the space where other indie moves sometimes yeah. get thrown in. Like, it's like, oh, let me do a power bomb, Let me do a, you know, burning hammer. Oh, let me do a, you know, poison Rana. It's like, come on. That's <laughs> you were dead three moves ago. Yeah.
1: No, you're not wrong dude um speaking of being dead here and finishes and everything uh cage he's making a call back here he takes out a cinder block he's gonna do the curb stump through the cinder block but he slips on the spilt beer and the mac rolls him up what a smart finish honestly i don't hate it i really don't people see these in wwe these type of finishes and they go wow that's lazy they just wanted to protect someone it's just like and to me it's just like no, it's, like, situations happen, you know? People will lose fights like this in situations, you know, whether it's, like, the... Do you remember the Jose Aldo and Conor McGregor fight?
2: Uh, I might not have even have seen it.
1: Okay, well, uh, Jose... This was, like, I think it was a unification... Unification bout. I think Conor may have been, like, an interim champion or something. And it was, like, 15 seconds because Jose Aldo hit him and he slipped... And Connor hits him, takes him down, knocks him out. Connor wins the fight.
2: It's uh, what you're saying is true. Uh, you can't deal in absolutes. You can't never have a distraction yep. finish, but you yep. can't always just have that be the thing that happened. Like we, like yeah. the thing with uh, Big E beating what Austin, Austin uh, Theory, Austin Theory with a distraction. He doesn't. He shouldn't need yep. to do that because he's you know the champion, but. Yep. This, like you're absolutely right. This felt thematically fit because it's beer and it's, you know, uh, the Mac. It made Mac look clever, even though it Mm -hmm. was, you know, a lucky. But they also had gotten their moves in. Like it wasn't like uh, it it was stolen. It was a flash pin, but, you know, they both looked great in the match. Mac Mm -hmm. took a, uh, or not Mac, excuse me. uh, No, yeah, Mac took a beating. Like he was on, he was the receiving end. Cage, even though he lost, he's not losing any you know credibility here
1: yeah no you're not wrong you're not wrong so after this we've got our next match of the night the other two parts of for a unique opportunity we've got Tejano versus Son of Havoc oh by the way I forgot to mention that the episode title as those of you that can read will know four guys one opportunity uh you know You probably know what it's playing up, but uh, I guess look up two girls one cup if you don't. But um,
2: (laughs) do it anyway, in case you do remember.
1: (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Teyano and Son of Havoc. uh, This match should have opened because it was weaker.
2: Yes. Uh, Even though I enjoyed it, I I kind of, you know, it, it wasn't.
1: And I like the uh, bar props. I really do. I like the, you know, the Boyle Heights bar fight. It's a cool name. It's a cool concept. The props are cool.
2: It was very hot. It was uh, a very fun match. Uh, the, like you said, the the it kind of reminded me, do you remember when, uh, I think it was Al Snow, and I think maybe it was Bossman were fighting in a bar on like Sunday Night Heat, or maybe it was a pay-per-view, but we're talking like the late 90s, like when the wrestling, they occasionally they would go to bars and fight. local town that's what it kind of reminded me of like it doesn't really matter who wins it's just a brawl and it was fun
1: yeah well speaking of winners here son of havoc gets the win and tejano gets a back full of uh full of sugar glass
2: did you uh i I missed the finish and i didn't want to rewind to find it how how did he win
1: ssp oh okay not bad not bad Yeah. yeah and i mean they just they beat the shit out of each other like that's there's no other way to put it you know
2: you know what spot i want someone to do
1: yeah
2: i want someone to hold mouse traps on their chest and then do shooting star press and land on the other
1: guy oh jesus
2: Christ! or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like those little popper fireworks
1: wait so you're saying like me the guy who is supine i sneak some uh some mouse traps onto my chest, and then you land on them.
2: No, the guy jumping, doing How? The shooting star. He's holding them like while he like onto his chest, but oh, facing okay. the other guy.
1: Okay, <laughs> he lands on them. They pop. Oh my god, that's great.
0: <laughs> Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then BetMGM MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
2: <laughs> Basically, the more you make a wrestling match like a Looney Tunes cartoon, the more you're going to win me over.
1: Well, here's the thing. Like... And, you know, we saw it in the indies before, but then, like, we've seen it on Raw, where, like, they have these these street fights, and they'll break Legos out. Yeah. So it's, like, it's not out of the realm of possibilities for something like that to happen. We just need to get it out to the right guy. Also, by the way, folks, uh, at the end of the episode here, we are going to debut our Season 2 new gimmick concept. So last season, we had the multi-level marketing match. And this season, we got something a little more special, in my opinion.
2: Well, I had another one too for next uh season, but I'll tell you,
1: I was gonna say, let's not blow our load, let's save that for season three. Maybe we save that for Ultima Lucha season three, so that would come out in like a year.
2: Well, I have to run it by you because it is kind of this one is really stupid,
1: but Uh, (laughs) but it makes me laugh. Okay, all right, well. We, we can uh, we can uh, workshop that and you will let me know uh, and I'll let you know what I think of it. And we can come to a mutual agreement of some sort.
2: I think you'll like it, but I don't know if it'll see the light see the air.
1: <laughs> yeah, it may not. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But hey, we've got our main event of the evening. And here is why I say this shouldn't have been like if they were going to do three parts. Maybe they don't do this tournament in one night. It's because, OK, you've got the Mac versus Son of Havoc. And Dario's like, hey, you know, we did one false count anywhere match. Why not another? That's bad formatting.
2: Yeah, it, it really like I went into it and I and I enjoyed it because it was the first show I watched of the night. But yeah. uh, it was like you can skip this episode and you yes. won't lose anything story wise. Really, I don't think
1: you will lose one plot point, but okay. it'll get revisited. You'll be fine.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you like any of these wrestlers and you want to see these matches, yeah, it's just it. if I think the thing that's tainting it for for Caleb is that they're calling it an Ultima Lucha and this is not an Ultima Lucha. Like, I don't even know if it had uh, like when they showed the Ultima Lucha card, they have those special backgrounds.
1: Yeah, like the it, flyers. Uh,
2: There's none of that for these matches. Yeah. I don't think.
1: Yeah, I don't think for a unique opportunity had one of those posters for sale. Yeah, so
2: they just I think they just got kind of lazy with the, the naming.
1: Sounds reasonable. Sounds, uh, sounds logical. Uh, I did write down on commentary that Matt striker at one point asking if, um, if son of havoc wanted to go for the the count out or the DQ, it's like, this is falls count anywhere. You don't have that option.
2: Yeah. I might've tuned strike.
1: Vampiro by the way. Yeah. You're, you're best to tune them out right now. Vampiro by the way. Answers, but he answers a completely different question.
2: As he is want to do. What question yeah, did he answer?
1: I, it wasn't anything related to. And he, like, here's a chance for Vampiro to own Matt Strager and be like, hey, you idiot, it's no DQ. But Vamp's like, no, these two just want to beat the crap out of each other and, you know, the violence and brutal, brutal. And just like, that's not actually far off from what he said, is the thing.
2: Yeah, he's, as an announcer, Mm. You know, yeah, Um, yeah.
1: Vampiro might might win my uh, vote for most disappointing in our retrospective in season two. Yeah,
2: because he has a wealth of knowledge in his head. He's had very he's been around no matter what you say about his career. Like he was a successful wrestler in WCW. Very, very good uh, look and gimmick. And it was over when he was yeah. when he was out there and even afterwards he he made money he was he was torn uh so he he has intelligence in that he has some wisdom yeah. he's just he just uses it for evil and narcissism
1: yeah i mean yeah i know he's a he's a wise guy he's uh very traveled i mean at one point he was a like the bodyguard for for millie vanilli so it's just like you know he's tough
2: <laughs> i i think i tune him <laughs> out because he always says like oh that's so much like krav maga and it's like he threw a punch it's like, yeah, yeah you got to do that. It's like Krav Maga. It's like, yeah, it's it's, it's a fight. You, yeah. It's, he's fighting.
1: It's, yeah. I just... I don't know. Yeah. Vampiro is so full of shit, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but hey, Son of Havoc. Uh, and by the way, this match is fine. It's a, it's a stunt brawl. It was the third best match of the night, quite frankly. Um, Son of Havoc wins after a long shooting star press. And Son of Havoc wins the unique opportunity, and we come back from the break. And Dario Cueto congratulates Son of Havoc. And Dario Cueto says, "We've got two briefcases here. Briefcase one: two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Briefcase two: there's a contract for a Lucha Underground Championship match at Ultima Lucha Trace. So the season finale for not this season, but the season after." And Son of Havoc doesn't have to even think about it. He says, you know, I want the title shot. And Dario says, well, you know what? That's good. You'll get your title shot. As long as you win one more match. And at this point, you know, the crowd, you know, kind of jeers and everything. And you can hear one fan in particular yell out a very loud bullshit. (laughs) That always pops me when one guy cuts through. Um, Most likely a plant, but whatever. Uh, Dario then says, you know, like I said, you got one more opponent. Out comes famous B, and he's introducing his new client. He says, Son of Havoc, you look like you could be you could be sick to your stomach, but have no fear because we have a doctor. And Dr. Wagner Jr. is debuting inside the temple. And Dr. Wagner Jr. could come out of this. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars richer and most likely should because son of havoc has been through the ringer
2: yeah this this was the part of the show that I didn't like just because and it's no uh, dr Wagner's good, yeah um, just because it's too stupid, uh yeah, like you're gonna get a title shot, and you have to wait all the way till the end of the next season. what are you gonna what is that wrestler gonna do? That's a long time, yeah. For a title shot. It's just, it's too much. So it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh So like, and also I don't want to see Havoc fight the champion. And like, is, is he going to win? No, that's, and it's just take the money, right?
1: Well, no, it's, I want to see Havoc fight the champion, but I don't want him to see it, see it happen so inorganically. You know, I want it to like be built up. I want, you know, to see the journey. I don't want to, you know, go from step one to the end of the book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and
2: even even though he went through two guys, or if he went through three, and he won, yeah. like, oh, that's a long cool-off period. Like, I was yeah. uh, I, I was uh, not upset, but it kind of sucked that Hangman went away. They timed it perfectly, but it was kind of a long time for me, for him yeah. to be gone when he's going to have a title shot uh, against yeah. the champion. Like, I think a yeah. month or two at the most.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that you know, that that was there were extenuating circumstances yeah, there. Yeah. And good on AEW to give him that time to be a dad. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I'm just saying like way, for
2: this like we're talking like a full year at least. Yeah. That's yeah. It's too much. That's stupid.
1: Yeah, I mean they could have w- figured out ways to fill the time, but they went another route. By the way, Dr. Wagner Jr. at the time this was released was 51 years old. And he was ripped. Yeah, he was ripped, dude. Oh, by the way, Wagner gets the win. Crowd's just pissed off. And Brenda's celebrating. Famous B is celebrating. And so is Wagner. Wagner's $250,000 richer. And Son of Havoc does not have the Lucha Underground Championship match at Ultima Lucha Trace. Sad day. Mm. well with that folks that is the end of the episode we're going to grade this right quick Uh, far and away in my opinion the worst episode we have done so far reviewed rather we've done worse episodes quite frankly but the worst we've reviewed um, I'm going to give this a D minus I'm barely passing this show and I'm passing it because of that first Falls Gun Anywhere match, I'm not gonna lie to you.
2: Um I wanna give it a C. because okay. You can you can take it or leave it.
1: Um, yeah. but it's and like you had kind of alluded to, this is not Ultima Lucha. Like this is no. just whatever that if you had said this was like the like the week before the go home to Ultima Lucha, it'd be like, okay, that's fine. But, no, this was not an Ultima Lucha show. Greg, are you still there? Still here. Yeah, I'm still here. Um, You went silent on me, pal.
2: My bad. Did you ask me a question and I didn't respond?
1: Uh, no, I just kind of reiterated what you had already said earlier about this not being an Ultima Lucha level show.
2: No, it's and it's kind of a build up this is and I think uh, Dario he did it in the first season too and like the yeah. first couple episodes it's just kind of it's kind of him just being a dick for no reason and yeah, yeah he's a bad guy but it's it's not knowing what the alt the unique op it, it started off like a meme joke right yeah and then it got serious and then it just became like a uh you know, uh, uh, authority figure, you know, playing with themselves basically, like over yeah. the other wrestlers. Like, it just who's his appeal to it's, This is back when people were, were, and it's still, Luch Underground was still doing it better than everyone else, but this is when yeah. everyone was just like, oh, we gotta do Austin versus Stone Cold or excuse me, Austin, Austin. versus McMahon. Yeah. You know, that means he did, that means McMahon fucks him over every single day. It's like, yeah. come on.
1: Yeah. WWE was doing it again with the, the authority at their worst. Uh, TNA had healed Dixie Carter and then healed Jeff Jarrett and Karen Jarrett. Um I'm sure Ring of Honor had something going on that nobody was watching. Um, whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's you know, whatever. Like yeah, it, said, was,
2: it was a it was a gimmick and storyline that was already stale, and it was only for like a night. And it yeah. it basically took something that They've been building up and it came out like a wet fart. Like it was like, oh, this is like because the audience is invested in this unique opportunity too. what is it? Yeah. Let's see it. And it's yeah. a lot of money. All right. The title shot. But the title shot, like I said, killed me because I'm like a full year. There's no way he's getting that. That's stupid. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, all right, well, he didn't take the money. So he's losing. Uh, it just didn't pay off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, folks, that is the show. But before we get out of here. Something that is better than for a unique opportunity. Greg, you and I, but mostly you, have come up with the greatest new gimmick match. The greatest since the multi-level marketing match. Would you care to elaborate what that is, Greg?
2: Yeah, it's... Well, what it's called is the Hell on Earth match. And it's nothing completely new. But it's Mm -hmm. a a different take on uh, quite a few different matches put together and it's thematic. It's a hell on earth match. Uh, the only way you can you can win is by putting your opponent in a coffin in a stretcher to go to an ambulance buried alive or get them lit on fire. It's a post-apocalyptic scene. You can't win by pin, submission, fall counts anywhere. Mm-hmm. Y- you gotta make sure your opponent doesn't get back up. Uh, mm-hmm. The fire option is maybe not all the time. Uh and I'm not even sure how we can get the pyro working because I, I first I was thinking having the ropes on fire, but then that's hard to get out of the ring. But it's just an option. If you can find a way to put your opponent on fire, you win. Uh, yeah. but but buried alive, coffin or ambulance for the yeah. most part.
1: And not only that, this is also a rumble, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Oh yes. You can there is no limit to how many wrestlers can be in there. Uh we can have uh you could have a parking lot full of ambulances. Mm-hmm. You could have a, a, a you could do it in a cemetery. Just have a bunch of you know buried holes, and
0: you drop someone
2: there. Yeah. yeah, open plot, and just you know you got to bury them, and you got to get the dirt on them. You can't just drop them in. You got to bury them alive. Yeah. Only way yeah. you leave is by dying.
1: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, season one we treated you to the multi-level marketing match, and we have just now treated you too the hell on earth rumble and folks season three, we're going to have something hopefully even better. We're going to give you one new, unique, truly unique gimmick match every season. And that's what you get here at the grave consequences podcast with Kayla Baldwin and Greg last name redacted. That's what you get here. And we thank you for listening and God bless you. And I'm going to do something a little special here on my sign-off, and I'm going to say that, you know, if you have to watch a unique opportunity episode, and, you know, kind of sucks, I don't like, kind of sucks, so maybe you just need to hear a compliment, and you're going to get it from old KB here when I say, <laughs> nice bulls,